Hello everybody, welcome back to Moonlight Madness. I'm your host Blake and a quick heads up, I changed my genre to fiction so um, a lot of this may be for kids and it may not be for kids. I'll try to remember to put up a heads up um, should, uh, should um, it be uh, for kids instead of it not being for kids because my majority I mean, it's for teenagers and young adults. But there will be kid stories, like this one. Um, it's Lightning and Lacey. This is based on a story I wrote. And I hope you enjoy it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. <laughs> the daily struggles of my life. I remember the small moments of joy. I often watch shows under my age limit. Look at the perfect world. All the joy and friendship. It's right there, so close to my touch. I reach out, wanting to be stopped by my computer screen. I live my life one day at a time. I wake up, I go to work, I get off work, I eat dinner, then I go to bed. Every here and there, something new and exciting will happen. I'll be chased by a strange dog. I'll find a dollar on the ground. I'll see your old friend. But I live my life uneventful besides that. Now, my life isn't what I would call terrible. But there are days when I just feel like, what's the point of this all? Just to be alone and depressed. I work at a dead-end job and live on a dead-end street. I lost my parents when I was in high school, and now I live on my own, and I'm only 22 years old. Life can be hard and terrible, but I just keep going through, you know, just surviving for today. But all that changed this one day. I was just walking home from work. You see, walking is a way to pass the time. When I'm sad, I walk. When I'm depressed, I walk. When I'm happy, which I rarely am, I walk. And when I really don't feel like walking, I walk. So, in a sense, walking is my second life. So I was just walking across the littering, decaying sidewalk. And I saw a small box on the side of the road. It didn't hold any significance besides the fact it wasn't crushed or destroyed amongst the previously mentioned littered streets. So, I took a look inside, and there, there she was, my favorite character from my favorite TV show, The Screwballs, Lacey. Hi there, I said. She looked at me. Well, where did you come from? She didn't answer me, but I knew she wouldn't. But I will say this, when she looked up with when she looked up at me with those big eyes, my heart exploded twice. But now this is me to a question. What should I do? Should I take her home? Should I call someone? But who would I even call? I honestly have one choice here. So I said, come on Dashie, which was my nickname for her. 
Let's go home. Quick um, overlook. The reason why her name is Nick, her nickname is Dashy, is because she is lightning fast. Hence the name Lightning Lacey. But for a pet name, I called her Dashy. Back to the story. <clears throat> I just got her home, and it was getting really late. I was lucky I got home when I did, considering at nightfall, these streets are littered with not just garbage, but the most malicious pervert you can think about. I need to make her a bed. I had an old mattress from my childhood, and a box spring. I set that up, and I tested it out for her. It was, well, how do I explain this? Extremely uncomfortable and painful. I wasn't going to just make her lay there. So, I put her in my bed, which was a queen-size bed. It was my mother and father's, and it was really soft. They got it right before they died. But I kept it. I kept them close to my heart. Now I was laying in my old childhood bed frame with my old box spring and mattress. Wow, I thought to myself. Oh well. I looked over and saw Lacey sleeping. Good night, Lacey. Sweet dreams. It's been about a year since Lacey lived with me. She's three now. I didn't know her actual birthday, so I made the day I found her, March 23rd, her birthday. And uh, this was the time we had our first fight. I'm not going to get to details, but you can you can read it on my podcast. Or at least the Moonlight Madness podcast. It's on there. But tonight is when she said something so beautiful. So precious that it still makes me tear up to this very day. I just got done tugging her to bed when she said it. Good night, Daddy. I love you. For a minute, I didn't know what to say or how to respond, but dagnabbit, I'm going to say it now because it's true. My heart exploded twice. Not only did she call me Daddy, which she has done on occasions, but... She also said, I love you. Now, this was a shocker to me. Because I didn't know what to say or how to respond. But I know what my parents did to me. So I kissed her on the forehead. Embraced her in a big hug and said, Good night, my little Lacey. I love you too. I haven't moved for an hour now. My mind is so lost in thought. Not only did she call me daddy, as I said before, but she also said, I love you. Now, I see why she can call me daddy, seeing as I was the one who took care of her. But tonight, when she said those three little words, I love you, I know now for sure I'm her daddy, and I consider her my daughter. I can't believe it. Lacey broke the hard shell of a man I have formed ever since my parents died. And now she gave me something so precious I thought I would never utter a daughter. But I know this won't last. I dread the day when this will all end. 
whether it's just a quick poof and she gone or by some other matters. In my heart, I hope that day never comes, but I know it will. All I can do is cherish the time I have left with her. Now, today has to be the best day of my life, without the exception of fighting Dashie in that box, but that's another story for another time. I went up to Lacey and said, Hey, my little Dashie, concerned that was her nickname. What is it, Daddy? I got a new job, and it pays a lot more than my old one, so we can get things we want and things we need. She smiled and was so excited. Almost more than I was. She even talked about getting herself a job to help pay for the expenses and get stuff she wants too. But I had to remind her that she was, after all, just a little girl and was not under any circumstances in any way, shape, or form ready to get a job. But the look on her face was heartbreaking. Now, she was seven or eight by this time. And I said, hey, uh, you know, you can mow the lawn. Uh, it's been needing a good mow ever since, well, ever since, well, you know, ever since I got my new mower. I just never got a chance to use it yet. I'll even pay you for it so you can get your own things. Her face lit up. And as I said before, she was fast. She can mow the lawn probably under 10 minutes flat. I chuckled at that. When it came to the mowing the lawn, which was a pretty good size, she could mow it 10 seconds flat. It usually took me all day. But when I asked her to clean her room, she would either be napping or say, I'll do it later or I'll do it after I mow the lawn. So it was usually I that had to clean up after her. Oh well. What's a man to do? I love my daughter so much, I do that for her. Now, it's been about three or four years since that when I said she could mow her lawn. But today has to be the absolute worst day of my life. <clears throat> I was walking inside with groceries. It was a Saturday, so I let Lacey sleep in. She never woke up, especially if I didn't wake her up. It was either noon or one o'clock by the time I woke her up. But out of all the days, she had to choose that day when I wasn't around to wake up early. Dash, I'm home. Where are you? I laid my groceries in the kitchen and walked into the living room, thinking she was playing her racing game, but she wasn't. She was watching the screwballs. The episode where she broke the sun, broke the sound barrier, the sonic boom, when she was on track and ran faster than the speed of sound itself. I dropped my keys. My mouth fell open. No. No. Oh no, I thought. My keys hit the ground with a tch sound. Well, that got her attention. She turned around, tears coming from her eyes. How long? How long have you known about this? 
were speechless. Chance chest again, louder. How long have you known about this? Lacey, I, I, it's just I, you see, I, I, I didn't mean, I wasn't, I just, I couldn't speak. She looked at me and then yelled, No! No! And she ran up to her room and slammed the door. I decided I'd give her about 30 minutes to calm down. And then I'll go up there and tell her, I don't care if you're from a TV show. You're real. You're my daughter. And I love you more than life itself. Finally, I went up there. But it didn't matter. She was gone. The first thing that I thought of at that very minute was, Brian, you idiot. Way to go, dum-dum. You really screwed it up this time. Then, after I got all my criticism out of my head, thinking how much of an idiot I was, I said, This isn't time for self-pity. I have to find her. I have to bring her back. So, I went around looking for her. I couldn't find her. So, after that, I did something I haven't done in a long time. I walked. And walked. All the way to the old oak tree in the middle of a forest I discovered. I used to go there and think... Especially after my parents died. I went there to cry and criticize and just talk to my dead parents. Not with a Ouija board or through witchcraft or anything like that. Just look up at the sky and talk to them. I know they're in heaven. They're Christians. But I had to talk to someone. And this time, I talked to myself. I covered my eyes with my hands and said, I'm sorry. I am so, so sorry. I heard footsteps come from behind me. It was lightning lazy. She sat down beside me and said, I heard you. And I'm sorry too. I said, Lacey, you have nothing to be sorry for. This is my fault. It's simple as that. Daddy, do do you still love me? Lacey, I will always love you. Not even a small fight such as ours could ever change that. I love you, Daddy. And I love you too, Lightning Lacey. My little girl. Now, come on. It's getting late. Let's go home. She said, Okay, Daddy. I picked her up and put my coat over her. Like I did one night when we decided to splash in puddles together when she was four. Now, she's a smart girl. She knew she wasn't from the made-up TV show and was real. After we got home, I washed her, we played a racing game, we ate, 
and we talked. But a few years later, had to be the worst day of my life again. More so than when my parents died. More so than the day I found out I would never see them again. It was Dashi's birthday, 18th birthday to be exact, and I was ready to take her to see an air show. The Airstrike Team 4000, which sounds like a cool video game, but the Strike Team was the best air show ever. So, I got my shirt on and got my jacket from when I saw it with my dad four years before they died. And I heard a knock. Dashi, go to your room. Dashi ran up to her room. Then I saw someone. No, someone's. It was the cast from the screwballs. The characters. I moved aside and let them walk in. The leader whose name was Screwball, hence by the name, but everyone called her Screwy, so I'm going to call her that for the sake of this story. Screwy said, I'm, I'm surprised. Why? I know who you all are. Oh, do you know why you're here? I know you're all stupid made-up characters from a TV show. Yeah, although why you're here, I don't have a clue. Oh, I think you do. Dang, she was right. I did know, but I couldn't face my facts. This is the day I've been dreading. That's when Dinky walked up and said, Excuse me, sir. We were told that Dashi was here. Oh, yeah, she is. She's in her room. Her room, Boutique said. Weird name, I know, but it was a TV show. Yes, my my daughter's in her room. Ha <laughs> ha, your daughter, my my, you're that friendly with her already? I want to punch her so hard right then. The way she responded, friendly. Friendly? That doesn't even begin to explain it. I think it's up to you, Screwball, to explain to me what in the world you did. Yes, of course, Scree said, in a calm tone, which calmed me down, slightly. You see, there was a F5 tornado, and my student here, I know who she is. Can you just cut to the chase already? Yes, of course, she said, in an angry kind of tone, but kept her cool. There was a... F5 tornado, and knowing how fast Lacey is, we knew if she ran in the opposite direction, she could disperse the tornado, which she did, but she opened a wormhole, transporting her to this universe. I... I... I understand. Dad? Daddy? Are you okay? Dashi said from her room. I thought to myself, Oh no. Oh no. Oh no, no, no. It's too soon. 
That's when Kicker, a girl who had a southern accent, said, Pardon me, sugar cube, but did Lacey just call you daddy? Screwball looked at me and said, How long has she been here? Sixteen years. Sixteen years? Yes, I found her when she was two. And she's 18 now, which would make it, I've been taking care of her for 16 long, wonderful years. Well, in our universe, it's been a lot shorter. How long is in your universe? About, I don't know, 16, 17 days. Oh, no, I thought, no, 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 no. Oh no. I can see why she called you daddy, Screwy said. Would you like some time with her? First, I have to let her know who you are. Dad! Daddy, are you okay? Yeah, Dad, she. I'm okay. We. We need to have a small talk. I brought her downstairs. I met someone that was a party girl. Or a party planner. Lacey! She said, Hey, get away from me! She said, You don't remember me? No, or any of you! Lacey. They're your friends. They're your real family. But, Daddy, you're my real family. I know. I know. But, this is where you came from. Their universe is where you belong. But I belong here with you, she said. No, you don't. You belong in my heart alone, but you do belong in their universe. I knew this day was coming. I knew one day I'd have to let you go. I knew one day. I knew one day. This would happen. I was only taking care of you until I could find a way to get you back home. I never thought. Until the day you called me daddy. And the day you said I love you for the first time. That was the only. That's when I knew for certain I wanted you to stay with me. Forever. Then get a job. Take you to the prom one day. Take you to a dance. See you walk down the aisle. That's the day I wanted to see all that. I never, I thought, I suddenly wish this day would never happen, Dashie. And now that it's here, it's going to break my heart to see you leave. But it's where you belong. I just want the best for you. But, but, I know. And I gave her a hug and she hugged me. My tears ran down my face and fell on her shoulder. She hid her eyes on my shoulder.
and cried. I know. I know. I'm going to miss you too. It's time for us to go. She looked at me. I said, I'll be okay, Dashi. I'll be okay. <laughs> Wait, she said. Let me get one thing. You can't take anything back. I don't want anything. I'm not taking anything back. I want to give something to my dad. So he will remember me. Sir, is that okay with you? Of course it's okay with me. Of course. She ran up and got a box that had all of her favorite possessions in it. I deeply hoped somewhere in there there was a picture of me and her together. That's when they all left. Dashie looked at me. I yelled, It's okay, Dashie. It's okay. Go! And she jumped through the portal and it closed. And everything was the way it was before. But the box was still there. I opened it up. I saw her racing game. I saw her Xbox. I saw everything. A scrapbook. I looked at the pictures. It was her when she jumped into the puddle. The first night we spent together. The box that all that was in was the box I found her in. More pictures. The hug. The pictures she made me over the years. The picture of her first time eating carrots. Her first bath. And the night when she said, Good night, Daddy. I love you. Everything. I held dear was there. Some of her clothes. Her first Halloween costume. My own paradise of loving memories was in there. There was, there was a note with, for some reason, a part of her, a lock of her hair was taped to the back. You're going to find out why in a minute. It said, the letter, Daddy, it's me, your loving daughter. Thank you for all the years you spent with me and putting up with me and raising me, even though I was stubborn at times. You shaped me into the bright young lady I am today, and I have love in my heart. I know how to be kind and generous, and it's all thanks to you. I know that without me, your life will be lonely. I'll lose my memories of this place unless something brings my memory back. Which is why Screwy said I couldn't get, bring anything from this universe back home. And I know that your memories will remain. At least for however long it may be. But now... It's time for me to say goodbye. I love you, Daddy. Your little 
Lacey, you're a little dashy forever. But now, I need you more than ever. What? I read this letter like a hundred times. And five days later, she said it. Something I never caught before. I need you more than ever. Look on the back of this page. And I looked. What the heck? It's a lock of her hair. The portal will close in 24 hours. Not 24 hours when you read this. 24 hours after 5 days after you read this. Wait a minute. 5 days from now. Now the time has slowed down in this universe. And your time is starting to collide with ours. So your universe time and our universe time frame will collide. Which will make one day in your universe about 25 seconds in our universe. But until the universe collides, a year in your time will be a day in our time. So I'm giving you five years in your timeline to decide. Do you want to come with me? Or do you want to stay in your universe? Now here's the thing. She disappeared back into her universe 14 years ago. And the chance I could see her again and live with her? Yeah, I'm going. I grabbed everything of value, including a Bible that my mom left me that I never opened except in times when I was feeling down. In fact, I was reading John 3.16, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever shall believe in him shall not perish but have eternal life. I had that and I was reading that right before I went to read her picture, her letter, and looked through the scrapbook. I read it five more times just to make sure I wasn't missing anything. So I grabbed her hair and then more words appeared on the piece of paper. You must say, I am here alone. I want to be with my daughter again, and I never want to return. I didn't have any second thoughts. I said that, and I meant it. Then all of a sudden, BAM! I woke up on a floor in a little house. I looked up and saw a little girl looking out the window. I knew who she was. That was my little Lacey. I walked up to her and said, Dashie, I'm home. Daddy, you're back. She hugged me. I said, don't worry. I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying with you. And no one will tear us apart ever again. I promise. That's the end. Of My Little Lacey, book one. Thank you for watching this, listening to this, everyone. And if it sounded like I was crying in the book somewhere, I just want to let you know, I was. Those pages I wrote hit home when I wrote them. And I'm not joking when I say it breaks my heart to this very day to read all of those. Now, 
I have a little thing on my phone that is a good thing that is like like little melodies playing and I think it shuts off at 10 so I mean it's 10 right now hopefully I'm wrong I'm gonna do the best I can hopefully uh, it's still on there so I'm gonna do the best I can if not I'm gonna just say you know just say the words well not words but the lyrics you know, so you can get the idea on how it feels and how it was. So, um, let's see. Or if I can find it in time, the way it really sounds. Here. Oh, that's not it. Hold on. Uh, I really wanted to play this for you, but I don't know if I'll have enough time to play it. If I can just play it for just like a few seconds, that would be nice. Uh, but yeah, I'm just... As I was saying, thank you for listening to this. It was wonderful to play it for you. It was wonderful to reread this. It uh, it sparked some memories. I think this is it here.